Secretary of State looking at us? I kind of know her. It's like kind of knowing a mermaid. Do you tell people that? She probably doesn't remember who I am. Secretary Field would like to speak with you. With me? I can't shake this feeling that we know each other. We do. We do? Picture me, I guess, maybe like 20 years younger, but like this. Varsky? Yeah! What are you doing these days? I'm a journalist. You're a great writer. But sometimes you're a little too much. I don't think I am too much. I actually think I'm the perfect right portion. It's really nice to see you again. Crack it down! Hi, this is Andy, and you're listening to a Branch Pod a podcast from the branch office of the Bank of Marquis Movies podcast. And today we'll do a short review of Longshot starring Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Now, quite a few people that I've spoken with don't like either Charlize Theron or Seth Rogen as performers, so the idea of pairing of the straight-laced, uptight politician played by Theron and the schlubby, weed-smoking slacker played by Rogen was like nails on a chalkboard to them. And these people would be wrong. For Longshot, it's a very entertaining, heartfelt, romantic comedy that has one big surprise, the strong chemistry between the two leads. It's kind of the anti-American president, you know, the 1995 Michael Douglas and Ed Benning rom-con written by Aaron Sorkin. Longshot tells the tale of Secretary of State Charlotte Field Theron, who embarks on a presidential bid. When she pulls low in sense of humor, she decides to add a comedy writer to her staff to punch up her speeches. A chance encounter with her childhood next-door neighbor leads Field to hire Fred Flarsky, Seth Rogen. Will sparks fly? Can Fred remind Charlotte of why she chose politics in the first place? Well, what do you think? It's a rom-com after all. But it's the journey and not the destination that is important. And this is a fun journey, mostly because of the performances of Theron and Rogen. Now, over the years, I've grown to really appreciate Throne from dramas like North Country and her Oscar-winning turn in Monster to action flicks like Mad Max Fury Road and Fate of the Furious to comedies like A Million Ways to Die in the West and then this film. Uh, there's nothing, apparently, that she can't do. She is really good in all of these, even if the material is not the greatest. Now, the surprise to me here is the performance of Rogan. It was wacky, stonerish, and out there, stuff that Rogan does, but he's toned it down and tempered it, probably a sign of a good, strong director at the helm. Now, I bought Flarsky's journey in this story, and the relationship between these two characters was believable because Rogan was able to match the round's energy and show real chemistry between the two. Other fine turns are given by O'Shea Jackson Jr., straight out of Compton, as Rogan's buddy, Ravi Patel, from TV's Master of None, as one of Theron's support staff, and especially June Diane Raphael, TV's Grace and Frankie, who really shines in the unenviable role of Theron's chief of staff, who doesn't approve of putting Rogan's character on the team, but she plays the role with layers, not one note, and so we get a real person with conflicted feelings at times, and she rises above the typical type of character in this type of role. Now, disappointments for me in this movie was Bob Odenkirk's president, who is stepping down for, he hopes, a much bigger job, movie star, and not because of Odenkirk's performance. He was fine with what he was given, but there wasn't much nuance written in this part, and compared to the layers shown and written by others, the one-noteness of Odenkirk's performance was noticeable. As was Andy Serkis as a heavily made-up older media mogul who's trying to use his wealth to manipulate the events from behind the scene. Now, this character and the makeup was a swing and miss for me. But fortunately, neither Serkis nor Ordenkirk have much screen time, so it's much more of a distraction than an annoyance for me. I mentioned the director, so I better give him credit. That's Jonathan Levine, who directed The Awful Snatched with Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn. Now, I've not really enjoyed anything else he has directed, but I have to give him credit for this one. 
He brings the funny and the crude without going overboard, driving the story efficiently while putting in enough yucks and, surprisingly, heart in this movie along the way. Now don't be fooled here, there's quite a bit of crude, lewd, and rude behavior, and the jokes, at times, can be crude, lewd, and rude. For example, a crucial plot point hangs on a sex act. So don't expect a genteel Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn battle the sexes. Expect a funny, crude, sexy, lewd, and opinionated, rude take on the modern political system and how a person can lose their soul if they choose to play the game. Now with a large amount of heart and strong performances and chemistry between the two leads, I was pleasantly surprised by Longshot, and if you can handle the crude, lewd, and rude, then you will have a good time at this film. Letter grade, A-. minus. Eight stars out of ten, and you can take that to the bank of Marquis. If you'd like to reach out to us, email us at bankofmarquis at gmail.com. That's B-A-N-K-O-F-M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at gmail.com. 